What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. And CandidCo.com slash HAM for $75 off. Candid's aligners straighten your teeth. By GetRoman.com slash HAM. And by SeatGeek, promo code HAM, 10 bucks off. Now to the segment. Monday Night Football, uh, as of the recording this podcast which is Friday morning. George Kittle has not practiced. I, Kyle said he's got – now, I don't know if Kyle meant – he said he's got two things going on with two things. So he said he's got two things going on with his knee and his ankle. So I don't know if that meant he's got a knee and an ankle or he's got two things with his knee and two things with his ankle. That would not be good. But what's obvious – one thing is clear is, like, Kittle is – if this was, like, WWE, his if this was wrestling, his favorite wrestling, he'd be coming down the ramp in like a wheelchair and then he'd have to like break out of the wheelchair to body slam somebody. Um, do you think he's going to play Monday night football prime time Seahawks? Yeah. Would you be surprised if he's not on the field? I will be floored if he doesn't play as we sit here Friday morning, you know, technically they've only had one official practice, like in the sense of the one official practice where they had to give an injury report because their Thursday is a Wednesday. Uh, I don't pay much attention to it till he's out. And then if he's out, it's a big fucking deal. Because it's you can overcome tackles, scheme it. How do you how do you scheme like this guy is just their playmaker. You know, I mean this guy's just you don't scheme when you lose DeAndre Hopkins or Julio, like you just lose that guy. You know, it's like Kawhi Leonard is load managing. We'll just We'll just have better ball move. No, that motherfucker averages thirty a game. Kid, next, next man yeah, up. Kid, didn't didn't Troy kind of crush that last night? The next man up. Thing. Yeah, he was saying like the next man up. I missed that. He's like, well, yeah, of course. I mean, someone else has to play. There are eleven guys on the field, but let's not act like quote unquote next man up isn't a massive loss. I don't know if he was talking about Derwin James or Antonio Brown, but he's like, you can say that all you want, but. If you lose Derwin James or you lose George Kittle, like it's different with an offensive line. I just think in general, like Joe Staley is one of the most famous, most important players of the last 12 years of the Niners. 
like in franchise history. He's going to go down probably as one of the best offensive linemen in the history of a franchise with five Lombardi trophies. But he's an offensive lineman, you know, and he'd even tell you this. It's a group. It's a unit. You, you can do other things. Like, obviously, he's better than school, but you can overcome it. It is hard to overcome your best fucking playmaker. We've seen it's impossible to overcome a quarterback. We've seen Jimmy go down. They're done. I don't give a shit. I, I, sometimes I'll hear someone be like, you think they could win some games with Mullins? Yeah, maybe a game, but let's not act like the drop-off is dramatic, you know? We saw what Derek Carr shattered his ankle. They were a team that looked like, is this team going to win the division and maybe make a run at the Super Bowl? To They could not function as an offense. Little different with, you know, a tight end than a quarterback. But I think this individual, I think there are several in football. I think McCaffrey's definitely probably even more than like a Kittle, right? They couldn't function without McCaffrey. You could function without Kittle. But I think for the first time this year, Juszczyk, Akello, Staley, McGlinchey, it would be like, whoa. You know, it, it would. Like, I think the guy for the for Seattle, I think the person who it would be, it wouldn't be Lockett, it wouldn't be DK, it wasn't Disley, it would be Chris Carson. Like, if they didn't have Chris Carson, just the way their offense functions, because they like are one of the best rushing teams in the league, Rashad Penny stinks. You'd be like, oh, they're in trouble. There is one guy, I think, on every offense, non-quarterback, to a good offense, that you just, you really feel his presence. We saw it with the Colts, with T.Y. Remember when the Raiders played him? They just weren't the same. When T, Whenever yeah. I'm watching the Colts yeah. and T.Y.'s in. And Ma- but and Marlon Mack. Right. It was a double whammy. But I'm just saying, their passing game with 13 in the game, when you just watch the Colts, they feed him screens, they feed him deep. Like, he's just, he's a special player. You see it with... You know, the Texans with DeAndre Hopkins. And I think Kittle, the Niners haven't really had this guy in a long, long time. Because even in, like, the Kaepernick-Harbaugh years, you'd be like, well, you could function without Vernon, Crabtree, and Frank just have to step up. You could function without Crabtree, Anquan, and Frank, and Vernon just need, Like, there was just a little more spread out. This is a little less spread out. Would you agree? Just given, like, big spots, you're going to 85. And you and you depend on him in big games. I, so I do... Yeah, so I do agree, period. But I do think this team is still kind of evolving offensively just because Emmanuel Sanders just got added. Kyle Juszczyk is coming back. Forget about Emmanuel sometimes. I just think they're a little better equipped. But in order to take advantage of it, you have to have Kyle Shanahan. Like, you were making this point to me before the podcast about the offensive line. Like, when we were talking about, like, oh, the Niners just plugged in left tackles. No biggie. Well, it's like, yeah, but it's a biggie. You watch, we watched the Chargers last night. It was a biggie for them to just plug in a left tackle. Like, the Niners, part of this is when you watch the league and you see other teams trying to replace key players, they don't seem to do it as seamlessly as them. Now, I don't – does that mean you can win without Kittle this week, Friday, if it came to that, or Monday, if it came to that? I, I think they could. I mean, but it's – you wouldn't choose to try it. I mean, he's – he clearly is in that category. What Gronk? I think really it's like what Gronk was for the Patriots, right? Where it's like, could they win without him? Yeah, but you can just something's missing when he's not there. Something's clearly missing. Yeah, even when he's not, even Kittle at less than a hundred. Like we saw, whoa! I mean, less than a hundred percent. I don't know what he was in that Cardinals game. Sixty percent. It was still a game changer just to have him around because he would. From the moment the ball was snapped to the end of the play, he could be 100%, it felt like, for a minute. Now, you could argue for a, this Seattle defense is probably their worst defense of the last decade. 
So you, in theory, could get by with this, right? I, I think you'd be less equipped to like Bosa's out this game. You'd be like, whoa. <laughs> you know, it's probably more important to have your defense st- stacked than your offense, given just this defense is really bad. You know, they, they are consistently getting kind of getting smoked. Now, last week, Tampa was up 21-7 at one point. The difference is Tampa, even though Jameis is just a roller coaster ride, they are pretty loaded on offense. I mean, Evans, you know who you know who he, uh, Arians loves now is Ronald Jones. Like he's been, you just watch Ronald Jones; he's kind of established Rojo? himself as a fucking player. Man, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, they're tight ends. So, could you get by with Will? Not Will Disley. Uh, I'm trying to think, uh, Dwelly. You know, I'd say Joelie's a little bit of a Joelie's a solid second tight end, but he's not George Kittle. Yeah, it would just be an incredible test, right? Just given how many guys they've had to work, how many injuries they've had to work through. But they're also at the point but, where the only way the like the Forty ers are not winning the NFC or winning playoff games with a bunch of key guys out. That's not the way it works. So you just big picture, you have to like they're already. Luckily, they got all these guys coming back, but you have to get George Kittle healthy because you need him to make a run. You know, you you just already you, you're lost saying Juan you would consider not. You're saying you would consider not playing. No, I mean, I, next week would probably be the week to take off. I, I I also, I think us on the outside, when you see a guy not practice, it doesn't mean as much to me, especially late in the season, older players that are dinged up, like guys don't practice. This is like, this is the NFL. You just get, you get paid to play. What means more to me was just watching him struggle to move around against the Cardinals. Yeah. And just one, that was the, that was the moment it happened. Now here we are as the time goes on and whatever, it swells, it bruises. That's what I kind of worry about now. Like it'd be a huge story if it's announced like an hour and a half before the game, he was a game time decision and then he's out. That would be a big deal. Yeah. I didn't even really think of the fact until you brought it up this morning that maybe it is a possibility. Well, just because everyone's writing about it. But I think everyone's writing about it because he's just not practicing. So he just got to be on alert. But and you made the point earlier, like, is it are these injuries that will get worse? Or is this just if he just keeps playing, eventually just time, they'll get better. Niners are six-point favorites, by the way. You, you could say right. a big-picture topic here. When you play like Gronk, and you're that physical, and you block that much, and you take these crazy hits because you're going over the middle, and you're fucking welcoming contact, and you're tossing guys. And everyone is going low on you because you are so physical, right? That's the other part. I'm not even thinking about trying to tackle you around your numbers because you'll throw me to the ground, and then I'll get made fun of on Monday film session. Well, remember who, what, was it TJ Ward? Remember the one game that took out Gronk and ruined his knee? And everyone there was like this indictment. Well, we're trying to knock out head injuries. What am I supposed to do? I can't go for his head. I'm surely not going to tackle him at his waist. So I'm going to take it like knee down. That's where I'm going to cut him, saw him off. If I'm if I'm Carl Joseph, if I'm if George Kittle's coming over the middle, Buda Baker. Yeah, but where are you tackling him? You're not. No chance you're going high. One, you get penalized, so you don't do that anymore. Two, you just go low. And he's just. It's going to be hard at his style to be dominant for like 10 years. Like human bodies aren't supposed to do this. That's where you got to be, you know, you got to be, careful is the wrong word. 
you just got to pick a spot. But the problem is they're not in a position where they can pick a spot. They just need them. They kind of ride them. I, but but couldn't you argue they're 8-0 and o right now? Now, the problem is you're 8-0, you kind of take your foot off the gas a little against the Seahawks, all of a sudden you're 8-1 and one and they're 8-2. and two. Yeah, to, to, to me, to me, they're going to host you next. Yeah, to me, the eight and no thing is you can't put it in a vacuum because you have to put it in context with the division, and it turns out they're just in the best division in football, right? Like, what if the Rams go on this this weekend and beat Pittsburgh, and they got Jalen Ramsey? Then all of a sudden you're like, damn, the Rams are six and three. I thought they were like uh, five and five. What the fuck's going on here? Because <laughs> then we're like, oh, the Rams are done. And then it's like a oh, couple wins, couple wins, trade for Ramsey. Boom, they got a big game. Now if they lose this game. We don't take them as seriously, but if by Sunday, if by Monday morning, you're like, well, Kittle might not play, and the Rams have won, you're like, God damn, these teams won't go away. Because the you, you, the real, I'd say the Rams aren't done as a division champ or anything. I mean, are probably unlikely as a division champ, but you do play them again, and if they're just rattling off a bunch of wins, that game would be hard. Like they would have definitely incentive. You just beat them, they're they're gonna come swinging. And they might just be in a position where even if you they can't pass you for the division, they might just need to win to get that fucking last spot. Like they, to me, they're probably thinking a little less about the Niners and more just like we have to maintain with Seattle. They're 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 not ten playoff spots, right? They're only they're really only two when you factor in the wild cards. If neither one of those right. teams are going to win the division, so if you're the Rams and you're the you're the third team, you just go well. We have to win on Sunday because we're going to assume weird shit might happen Monday. We can't we can't risk losing on Sunday and then have Seattle win Monday. It's like, well, it's just a two-team race and we're out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I would say it's a bigger I really of just the three teams. It's, the Rams are more must-win Sunday than either one of the teams Monday night. Because yeah. the Niners clearly are not must-win. They have a two-game lead. Seattle's not must-win either because there are so many teams in the NFC with three losses that they're they're still in a pretty good position right now to make the playoffs, even if they lose Monday night. Because I, I, can't, I, really, I can't dock you much for a home loss, or excuse me, an away loss on Monday Night Football against loss. a really good team. Yeah. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.